whenever you want, you sons of bitches. <laughs> together the greatest podcast in the world one thing you should do is get good sponsors you know uh, we get them every week and we keep talking about them you know amazon vgs you know lakeside, lakeside vista. vista lakeside vista boy when you're thinking about lakeside vista what better place to take your crew the dutch hall crew on a retreat in the place we've been chatting about every week right so this week we are on location live hey, from lakeside vista let's hear it for us the views are beautiful. The memories are even better. Well, you know what, guys? I hope you've enjoyed your time here. But I think it's about time we started the show. Only one way to do it. Play the theme song, boys. From the Dutch Hall, live today from Lakeside Vista. We are happy to have a live studio audience that might even clap for us if we if we really. Lori, can you clap? <laughs> there we go. Now we feel like we're live. We got a studio audience and everything. We have, might as well hear them. So here we are with the, the best podcast ever to come out of Norfolk County, and the reason we are the best is because of our the best band in podcast history. The Nocturnal Emissions, comprised this week of the man that writes the music for the show, Dave the Rooster Charters. Hello. Beside him, the beautiful Michael Ball. Hello there. And flanking him, Steve the Reluctant German in an unfamiliar position to me. <laughs> That's great. Right. But this band is nothing if it's not without bass. The bass man is here, Wes. Hey. Whiskey Wes Higgins is here. Let's hear for Wes. All right, Wes. Woo! On the Calhoun is the band's bartender. <laughs> Dance 
bartender. That's bus driver. And uh, now Kahuner. Brother. Uh, brother, right? That was the third B. There's right. no percussion thing with B, is there? <laughs> the beats. Paul Van Dyke is here. Hey. And our guest Woo. today, our guest today is former NHL uh, or former NHL superstar. I like to call him superstar. You know, he's an oh, alumnus wow. of uh, some great teams like the Pittsburgh Penguins, superstar. the uh, Toronto Maple Leafs, oh, beautiful picture. New- what? It's New York Rangers, Chicago Blackhawks. Right? It's- Ryan Vandebush is here. Let's hear Woo. Ryan Vandebush. All right. And I'm your host and two-time President's Club Award winner, two-time. Pete Van Dyke. Hey, two-time, two-time, two-time. Right. Two two Thanks, guys. <laughs> you guys were good. you guys nailed it a little bit, <laughs> but it struggled at parts. This we're in Lakeside Vista in, in uh, uh, the home of uh, Bushstock this year, and uh, Bushstock Fest was coming up on September 3rd and 4th. Hashtag. If you haven't got your tickets, get them soon. We have uh, we have one of the uh, the principal hosts as our guest today, Ryan Vandenbush, which so I'm pretty excited. Hell yes. But guys, we got y'all out out of an unfamiliar uh, territory. We're sitting in some really interesting furniture. Mine here. <laughs> I'm sitting in a lazy boy chair. If I lean back on this thing, it screws the whole show up. Like, see, <laughs> it screws the whole show up. If I do that, I need a backyatomy. Looks like yeah. r- looks like rich Corinthian leather. It is. It is very comfortable. But it may lull me to sleep, so we have to so we have to try not to get. Mine's great can, for can snoring. Somebody... I'll be away from the mic. <laughs> Paul's got his feet up on the cajun and he's leaning back. At least his nose is away from the mic. Yeah, um, adjustable positions. Now, Steve, we put you on a on a cold stool. Yep. Just hard. Here's your your uh, freshly um, snipped nutsack. <laughs> just push it on a stool. <laughs> You know, I could have given you a bag of peas or something like that. Like, how are you feeling over there? No, I'm f- I feel really good. If you take a look at Wes, that was the chair I was originally stuck with. Had some and give. I took one look at it and said, I'm going to have to sit all forward on the edge of my seat like that. And Your ball's suck. hanging off the edge. This stool is awesome. It was really, it gives you the support you need. I'm as it fully turns supported out. on the stool. It's fantastic. So you have to give us a little bit. We have to give the audience at home an update. Steve, the reluctant German, uh, he has uh, fornicated uh, and impregnated four times in his life no. is that correct that's correct and uh this is we all agreed that this was enough and it needed to stop right <laughs> that's right right and so finally finally you went out and got yourself fixed that's correct yes let's hear it for steve was that when was so, that no more germans uh, that was friday. Oh, friday friday this is steve's first show where he is not able to impregnate anyone i've lost my superpower yes yes now <laughs> you're just gone. like the rest of us except for michael wes are you fixed yeah. Okay. So, w- just Michael is the only one left in our crew still that can, can still impregnate it. So, the but the nocturnal missions can get you pregnant just from the sweet sounds of your music. That's yes. right. Mm-hmm. Right. In your ear holes, spewing yeah. into your ear holes. <laughs> in your ear holes. So was it a pleasant experience? Uh, you know, my I can only really say that uh, I can't use any positive words. Like it wasn't good. Yeah. You know, it was a. It was not bad. Wes had it nicely. Not bad. So I have to ask you a few questions if you don't mind. <laughs> yeah, I figured you would. <laughs> like before, did did you shave yourself before going in? I did. Did they instruct you to do so? They did. And uh, did you say no? Pro- like, was that a, a problem for you? Are it you was going not through? Not a problem. Okay, you're not going through old hippie stuff. Did you do like <laughs> like I was just had you pictured because of the many layers of Steve? Sure. That perhaps you had. 
Just a plethora of nutsack <laughs> hair. Absolute weed garden. Some call it a rat's nest. A rat's nest of pubic hair is what I would say. Thick layer. If I had to, if I had to guess. But you were saying this was no big deal. It was not. No stranger to the to the um, to the razor, Steve. Would you right. use a disposable? You're a man of the '90s. No shame in that. I, who, I maintain my own head. What's left on it? Like <laughs> beard, you know. That's all me with a trimmer. I'm right. But your beard doesn't have a bunch of wrinkles in it, and, <laughs> and, a and attached to your favorite part of yourself. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully. Every time you shave your nutsack, you really have to hold your breath a little bit because <laughs> it right. seems like there's a lot of veins in there. That if yeah. you just nicked it, it would be a bad thing. Oh, that big blue. One. I don't like to shave. I just let the hair grow around that one. Just a big line of hair along <laughs> yeah. the blue vein. Yeah. That one really scares me. That's where your power comes from. The right. alternative, though, was to have somebody else shave it for me. Right. Which, no. That, that's too weird. Oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Now, uh, yeah, that would be unpleasant at the best of times. So, now, Steve, you were supposed to get it done with the freaking laser beam, I thought. Yeah, I know. Nope. No laser. So, you went in there with the uh, expectation of getting a laser beam laser in your nuts you're, you're bragging to all of us poor yeah. saps that had it done in the stone ages that's right. that we we're gonna have to get our that we had to get ours cut open and and our noodle taken right out but you got a laser beam you were saying i got lasered but no. you did not get lasered. no laser so when did you find that out a couple days before oh so you, you knew about it going in at least mm-hmm. and uh i got to watch a very uh my consult was at 12 30 and the procedure was at 245 so doctor was a total pro ran Ran a typed ship there. My con- my consult was me watching a movie for 15 minutes. Of, of a guy getting a... No, it was just him explaining it. No pictures. Mm. Which was good. See, I had a human being do that to me. He talked to me. Mm-hmm. And then he told me the same thing. But it was like all the stuff that could go wrong. Is that what it is? Yeah, I got that. And then, But yeah. then you... Did he when he took out your... Like when he cut open your nutsack, like he, he freezes you, right? Mm-hmm. So a needle... Any like, medication before you got the needle? Yeah, he gave me something at my consult. He gave you a pill? Mm-hmm. Do you know what it was? I don't know what it was. Was it good? It was, it was all right. Yeah, I, I had I had Valium right. and Demerol, and uh, I was having such a great time before they even put the needle in my nutsack <laughs> that I, I could care less. He could have done whatever he wanted to me. I was having a great... And he was funny, too. The doctor was telling jokes. I was laughing like crazy. My wife, because she's an eye doctor, I don't know how this makes any sense at all, but because my wife is an eye doctor, she got to come into the room and watch <laughs> me get my nuts cut open. My right? wife came in. That's a wreck. Your wife came in too and watched you. Now, were you watching your wife's expression when you were getting... No, she was sitting sort of behind me. Oh. Like, sort of where I was, I think, for most of the Just parts. holding your hand. <laughs> oh, really? Sort of, no, she, she was too far away. There was no hand holding. I couldn't even see her. There was no eye contact. See, with the, my wife was just like I was at, at her birth, too, <laughs> standing there looking right inside my genitals. And, uh, just, and she was like, I could see, she was looking right at it. So she was kind of behind the doctor's shoulder, like watching what he was doing to me. And when it came to the point where he was going to take the scalpel and actually make the incision in my scrotum, I was expecting a look of concern or horror that here's her, her husband, the man that you know, the genitals of her, the man that she loves, you know, are being butchered by this knife, you know? <laughs> and, uh, but no, what she looks, she looks, she looks so fascinated and, and like enthusiastic about it. <laughs> it was like, she was more interested once he cut it open to see what was inside of it. You know, like it was, she's a sick person, I think <laughs> is what I thought when I was watching that. But, uh, he took, my guy took out my vas deferens or whatever that little noodle is. Yeah. 
and showed it to me, put it right in my face. Did he do that to you? I got no noodle show. So you, he, he took it out and didn't show it to you? I, I didn't want to see it. I don't know if they always take it out, do they? Sometimes they just snip it and put a little... Put a clamp on it or something? Uh, yeah, weight? One, like a, like a fishing weight? Yeah. yeah well, I don't know if anyone like out there who's, who's listening to the show knows really what the real thing is, but I'm interested to see because the guy took out a little piece of my thing on both sides and showed it to me. <laughs> and if he wasn't supposed to do that, then get, yeah, get a hold of me at live from the Dutch Hall at gmail.com and tell me um, how I can start proceedings because I'm missing two pieces of my penis. <laughs> I'm going to need those back. Charters. I noticed when you were driving in, Charters, you, and, and I, I just have to tell everybody, your mustache has grown. Uh, it's gotten way past the point of um, where you shaved it and gave it to me as a Christmas present. Um, that mustache, which was a legendary mustache. Yeah, it's probably twice as long. Or something. Yeah, this one looks even longer than that one. And then your one that was your your uh, contest losing mustache, this one is probably three, four no, times the size longer, of that, yeah. right? Yeah. And, uh, like the Quaker Oats guy. You also got a new minivan. Yeah. Right? That's right. Goes and, with, yeah. And when you drive in in that minivan, Dave, I got to tell you, um, when you come it's like minivan plus mustache equals 50 yards away from any school zone. That's <laughs> <laughs> what it looks like to me. Oh, really? That's right. exactly what I'm going for. So that's good. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I would say that. Uh, Keep the kids away. <laughs> yeah. I don't like kids. <laughs> well, it, you're giving off the opposite impression, is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> I love it. I love life. it, Charters. It's great. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It does uh, you haven't kissed your wife in how long? Oh, it's been a long time. Uh, <laughs> I imagine it has. I'm really surprised that she hasn't shaved it while I sleep. Now, do you just love the it? the side of it or something. Do you love it? I don't love it. I'm just curious to see what it's going to do if I let it keep going. Looks like it's growing into your mouth right it now. It really is. So I'm always trim, chewing on you it. You trim it with your teeth then, right? I try not to, but it's hard to not to, you know? And then there, yeah. To so not chew to? on it. To not to. <laughs> you, uh, no, but you let the soil patch grow in, so you're not you're not letting it sit out there on its own. You're giving it something else. It's got a friend. A buddy. So it's not really Wolford Brimley. It's more like, like what do you say, Frank Zappa? I don't know. I'm gonna have to do an internet like search. Like a rooster Frank Zappa, <laughs> like like a like a like a redheaded Frank Zappa. It's fucking is what ridiculous. You, is what it is. <laughs> you, you think so, Paul? Yeah, it's fucking ridiculous. Why don't you like it? Well, look at him. I think he looks. I think he looks <laughs> as ridiculous his as he all normal. Parted in the middle. Like, <laughs> if he walked in here tomorrow with no with no mustache, you you think you you think he would look? Uh, I think any less ridiculous. No, no. not at all. <laughs> Dave's no. at the Dave's at the point in his life where it is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> I don't get ID'd for beer or smokes. <laughs> yeah, positives or seniors discount at the movies. <laughs> yeah, see, that's where they goes too far. But you know, you Dave, you uh, um, I think you're at the point in your life where you sh- deserve to look like whatever kind of ridiculous asshole you just dis- you want to look like. Yeah, and fuck I, everybody else. And I I really do <laughs> as much as I make fun of you. I really think. Uh, go go to town on that thing because if it's not there, then what do we talk about every week when you show up? <laughs> That's true. That's right. Good right? point. Yeah, Michael, your beard is gone though. Yep, it was growing thick and robust. Nice. Well, when you uh, go uh, two months or on on almost three without rain and thirty degree heat in a row, beard gets a bit itchy. <laughs> so I went uh, for the nice shave the other day. 
Uh, I felt really good about it. So you're just in the uh, in the uh, summertime shaving program, like once a month or whatever. Yeah. It's, yeah, whenever it's been you got little, after when a you while. can find some time. Yeah, let me yeah. get the sucker spray out of my beard and just <laughs> shave it off. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's almost go time though for you. Yes, it's, this time. is what you live for as a farmer. is a, is a big season. Yeah, harvest season's coming up. Yeah, it's exciting. It's like the playoffs, right? Yeah, yeah, the big push is coming up. It's great. Time to be on your game. You've been working all this time. Now it's time to perform. This is what it's all about. Yeah. This is what you train Let's for. Let's see what's doing. Looks like it's going to be a banner year, hopefully. Yes. Uh, well, work, we'll knock, knock wood on that one. Yeah. Good luck to all the farmers out there. Yeah, thanks. What we should do is uh, get into a little segment that we call uh, Feedback. We got feedback. We got feedback. Welcome to Feedback. We got feedback, everybody. This week's feedback is brought to you by our friends at Amazon. If you go to my website, livefromthedutchhall.com, and click on the Amazon banner, you can uh, do your Amazon shopping. Some of that money will come back and help the show. So thank you for everybody that's done that. And we're going to have some deals. I'm thinking about joining Oprah's Book Club or something just to get some. Or I don't know what it is. I'll be, I'll get, Oprah's Book Club Heartful? doesn't seem to really Sherry's suit Berries. our show. <laughs> Maybe I can get some sort of fleshlight deal or something. I don't that know. That seems better. Do they sell that stuff? Oprah-themed Oprah does. Yeah, if Oprah it's would endorse picture. some sort of dirt baggery, a piece of equipment, I think my listeners would buy it. <laughs> right? I don't know. Sure. We'll brainstorm about that afterwards. Absolutely. But that's how you do the Amazon thing. Also, there's if, also if you notice on the website, Ooh, oh, I get excited. Ipacristla. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, R.I.P. Ipa. Yeah, R.I.P. Yeah, R.I.P. Sensitive one there. Uh, VG Meats. There's a VG Meats coupon there. You click on that. You bring it to either location, Simcoe or Snowy Creek. You get a great deal on some very good meats. Very good. Mm. And uh, I want to give a shout out to Kyle Van Gran again from VG Meats. Big up. He is just the proud papa of a new baby boy. So let's hear it for Kyle. VG, congrats, buddy! Congrats, congrats. and uh, we do have some VG pepperettes in the in the makeshift hall f- to share with everybody and oh, celebrate the birth mm-hmm. of a new baby. So we found some. Be- so thank you very much, VG. Uh, also, you know what? If you're having a summer holiday and you're thinking, you know what? I got a week off of work. I'm thinking about uh, doing something, maybe going away for a cottage or rent a cottage. having some friends over. You know, I want to rent a cottage, but you know. When I, every time I rent a cottage in the week, I got these ideas of having a grand old time, and all I have are these late, these lame people that I know. Paul's getting into the pepperettes. <laughs> into the microphone, which is great. <laughs> and uh, so if he, uh, I don't want it. You, uh, if you're having you a, a cottage, you rent a cottage, but all the people that you know are lame and boring. A bunch of losers. Can't even start a campfire. They don't know what they're doing. Not even good at volleyball. Right? Fall asleep at 930. Doing their crossword puzzles. Right? <laughs> but what you need is between, f- <laughs> we need is between 5 and 29 Van Dykes. And what, the way you do that is you call or get in touch with Van Dyke Party Services at lifeinthedutchhallgmail.com. We'll send between 5 and 29 Van Dyke first cousins mm-hmm. to your cottage. And you're going to have the great, greatest time ever. The only catch is... It's going to cost you $100 of cold, hard cash, mm-hmm. plus all of our expenses, which will be dear. And uh, if you're not 100% satisfied, we will return your $100, but those expenses have run through our bodies and potentially yours. Van Dyke Party Services. Don't live your life in regret. 
<laughs> at livefromthedutchhallgmail.com to book us. We are 100% on Van Dyke Party Services, one booking, uh, never return the money. 100% success. Right. We've had a few nibbles at uh, getting a couple more jobs. I think that the v- it's just about to explode. Yeah. The service. <laughs> so thank you to our support from the, our good friends at CleanFlow for sponsoring Van Dyke Party Services. Thanks, CleanFlow. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we got in a, our last week's episode was Revolution with AJ Bates came in. Uh was it Bate or Bait? It was Bait, actually. Bait. And I had a conversation with AJ about that because his, it's not his real name. It's his stage name, eh? Oh. Because mm. he's got a real uh, Libyan name, so nobody could say it. It's like a whole bunch of uh, uh, probably sound, sounds like you're clearing your throat, you know? <clears throat> but uh, he, he shortened it to AJ Bait. But I thought it would be Bate. <laughs> and he says, yeah, people keep screwing it up because I look... Ethnic, so they think I got it. They got to put something into it, put but it's just accented. You, it's it. just bait. Yeah, AJ bait. Anyways, people seem to be really responsive to the episode. Got a lot of feedback right away from it. Those are hot pepperettes too, yeah, by the way. Sure are. Yeah. Warned you. Sneak up on you. Very good though. I, I had there was one guy by the name of Brett, uh, Brett Meisner or Meiser. He says tight podcast, first time listener, mm. and then he went on to say, I learned more about AJ. <laughs> Uh, and I've been on the road with this guy, hold, holding out my bra. So he's a, another comedian. He's been on the road with AJ, and he said he didn't know anything about the guy until he listened to our podcast. So that was pretty good. Bonded. And now we got a new listener out of the deal. And also Matt Turlow, he's been, he's been a really good listener of ours. He's been listening to the week in the past, I believe. He wrote very interesting firsthand perspective, uh, in my opinion. Mix in the Nocturnal Emissions, House Band, and Weird Facts, and you have quite a combo. Oh, wow. Oh, Thank you. Yeah, nice. A good review, I thought. Good guy. Sounds a bit. Yeah, he is a good guy. And uh, But this week, uh, also, a, a podcast came out of North Carolina. It's the Wait What If podcast. And uh, this week's guest that they featured was none other than Pete Van Dyke from Live from the Dutch what? Hall. No wow. kidding. And he's, there's a cameo appearance in that podcast by Steve the Reluctant German. You can hear him through the whole thing. That's amazing. Wow. And uh, <laughs> the podcast uh, j- just got released. It's on uh, Podbean and iTunes. It's, and you can go to uh, waitwhatif.com. And uh, the guy who did that show is a guy by the name of Kevin Sullivan. And for his support for our show, i will going to name Kevin our Listener of the Week. He's the Listener of the Week. That's right. This is his week. It's your week, Kevin. <laughs> Way to go, Kevin. You're the man, Kevin. You know, and he's always been very complimentary of the band. He's he really likes the music and uh, we like him in the band. And uh, he said that uh, he's likes the show so much is on his regular uh, uh, like new stream. He Does gets he all subscribe? the new episodes. He subscribes. Uh-huh. People can do that, right? Right on iTunes. Yeah. Right, and uh, and he also says that uh, he went back and listened to the very first episode, uh, the Cherry Pop. Oh, really? Because he wanted to see the evolution of how the show. Uh, so he picked like the cherry popper, and then he picked Pete Van Dyke as an asshole, like a mid-range one. <laughs> and then he uh, he's been listening to all the new ones, so he could see how we cool. uh, how the shows changed. So you know you can always do that. The catalog's online. So uh, we just have to talk to our clean flow uh, boss. Nice. You know he's he he's been such a good sponsor of our show, and I think he's been he's been so nice to us. The least we can do is take his message, and uh, he sent us a message this week, and he says. I can appreciate live from the Dutch Hall are not the are not big country music enthusiasts, <laughs> which I would say is accurate. Accurate, right? Yes. Yes. 
but I would love to hear the Nocturnal Missions perform my favorite country song. It might be a little tricky, but I think the rodeo song might sh- suit the show. Really? Yes. Oh, so that old not, chestnut. I got to tell you, this week we are uh, on location, so uh, we uh, don't have access to being able to figure it out tonight. Yeah. But what we will make a promise Future. to Clean Flow is, is that this is a guarantee uh, that we, the Nocturnal Missions will figure it out for it. I'm speaking for you. That's fine. No, that's fair. You'll we'll do it? a great sponsor. Absolutely. We'll do it. All right. And uh, he went on to say he thanks us for all of our support. Oh. And uh, I, I told him, like, are you kidding me? We're getting, we're getting great support from you. And he's yeah. like, oh, it's least, at least the week I can do for the good show. That's the best. Yeah, he's the best. Thanks, Clean He's the sponsor of the week yeah, again. We'll play that show. Uh, even though the other guy had a baby. <laughs> Who's that? Elemental <laughs> left, elemental right. Come on, you fucking dummy. Get, <laughs> get on stage, That's you goddamn jerk. Hello. Fucking jerk. Get on my nerves. Here comes Johnny with his pecker in his hand. He's a one ball man. He's off the rodeo. Alamant left, Alamant right. Come on, you fucking up and get a red set thread. Get on stage, you goddamn jerk. Piss me off. You fucking jerk. Get on my nerves. Nailed it. I think that was good. So that's the gist awesome. of it, eh? That's the gist of it. Awesome. I think our. Uh, I don't think we I can cross that off our list. Every, thanks, Paul. We <laughs> should ask the Cahoon player. Yeah, Cahoon player knows all the words and everything. It's awesome. Every grade school kid in Norfolk County learns that one. Right? Like grade five or something. Because like it four. has swears in it. That's right. Swears. Yeah. swears. Whole pile swears. of swears. Charters one time, there's this. Uh, you remember the, the uh, album, Two Live Crew? Oh, sure do. Right? Mm. I don't forget the name of the album. Explicit <laughs> lyrics right it's, on the cover. Yeah, explicit. Parental advisor. I think they came out with it just for that album. <laughs> yeah. That was like both the, when they came out with it. It was explicit. invented. And uh, Charters loved that album so much, as I remember, when you listened to it for the first time, that you played it on the telephone to a friend from school. <laughs> right? <laughs> remember that? It's, yeah, yeah. Vaguely. I, and, uh, I totally remember it. And the mother listened on the phone, and then the mother was, like, outraged, eh, that you were corrupting her son? Yeah. Well, I went back on the phone to tell my, like, get my friend's opinion of wasn't that awesome, and it was just dead air. Like, it, it was hung up, right? Oh, really? Because his parents hung up. <laughs> and then I went to church on Sunday, and uh, my friend's dad is waiting in the front of the church, sees me walk in, and he walks up to me and starts poking me in the chest. The parent does? Yeah, with physical force. I'm like maybe 10, right? In, in uh, church. Don't you ever, <laughs> wow. ever play that kind of music again right? to my kid. Gracias. Wow. Over the telephone. He poked you in church. Poked me in church right in the <laughs> chest. I'll never forget it. That's how it starts. Oh, jeez. You can't. You can, but he, you can't listen to dirty songs, but you can poke children in church. Apparently. That's right. Yeah. Throw well, those stones. You know, it's amazing what people get upset. Did you just say you can poke children in church? You sure did. Yeah, you can poke children in... Oh, that's... that's <laughs> Until you get caught. you said that. Yeah. No, they'll just move you to a different parish. Yeah, you go to a different <laughs> diocese. <laughs> that's not He's a joke. Poland. That's a sad joke. <laughs> that's a sad but true joke. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, we should... Uh, we should just do one shout out to the Haitian dwarf because we do not have his uh, feedback. But you know, we want to. You want to do your stupid one, Dave? No, I didn't like it. Okay, good. Then we just said, well, I want to say, there's another way you can get feedback to us. It's on. <laughs> that's cool. You mix the two together. It's on iTunes. Haitian dwarf does it every week. You can too. Just go to the iTunes, go live from the Dutch Hall, and leave a uh, leave a five star rating. Hopefully, it'll help us out and a comment. 
and that'll help us move up the iTunes charts. Who and knows? I, maybe you'll be listener of the week. Yes, and if you share our show, you qualify for the draw to win a Life from the Dutch Hall t-shirt. And we're getting close because people have been sharing the show. We're getting close to doing our, our second draw here. All right. So uh, that's feedback. We got feedback. Now it's my great pleasure to introduce the hosts, because I can see them both here, the host of Bushstock 2016, hashtag Bushstock Fest, taking place at the beautiful Lakeside Vista. Ryan Vandenbush and his beautiful wife, Lisa, are here uh, hosting the Life of the Dutch All Crew. Hey, how you doing, Ryan? Pretty good, Pete. Yeah? Well, it's always good to have you on the show. So if uh, you're you're bit you got to be in the in, in the in the crunch of this thing, you know you have the concert coming up in a month, right? You got to be like uh, in in the go time now, right? You're the same as Michael. It's harvest time. Yeah, exactly. I was just thinking about that when Mike was talking about uh, playoff time. Is you know you you prepare for a lot of things and you come to the crunch. You want to be ready for it. So we're doing everything can everything we can to be ready for it, and hopefully it's a good turnout. So this is a, this is a good tie in, like you're. From your um, uh, hockey career, where you had uh, he had to develop a certain skill set, right, to be able to be a good hockey player, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, now you're in life after hockey, and you're you're having endeavors like this, where you're um, doing something that's a pretty grand endeavor, you know, a big music festival that you're uh, thinking of all the logistics and stuff to in involved. It's quite a bit different than what you were used to uh, through most of your career. But how? What did you learn in hockey? It helps you w with this. <laughs> like, what kind of skills do you learn with, with that career that make it, uh, that translate to your life after? I guess it's preparation, right? Like, you know, before you go to, away to, to training camp in the fall, you know, Labor Day weekend was always a, the last fun weekend back at home. And, and if you weren't in shape by Labor Day weekend, uh, you know, I, I, see, I used to laugh at guys when we went to camp and there was be guys riding the bike, you know, f two days right before we go on the ice for our first day. And, you know, like for an hour, I'm talking about, and training still. And, if you're not in shape then, then you're never going to be in shape. So there's no point. So preparation is obviously key to to be able to, uh, you know, if you want to prepare for something big, uh, you got to start thinking about months and sometimes years before. So that's kind of where we're at. And um, and we're looking for volunteers. So anybody wants to help, <laughs> to well, give us a shout. That's good, too. Oh, if so you if anyone listening to the show has uh, any kids that are in high school, especially, and you need volunteer hours, there's yeah. is there a way they can contact you to get – Carmina Halstead, um, and or you can contact me, and I can direct it on to her. I don't even have her uh, email handy in front of my face right now, but uh, I'll have it before the end of the show. But if they message you by um, on uh, on Facebook at the Bushstock page, no problem. That would that would get to whoever needs to. Absolutely, yeah. Absolutely. Well, there's a good way to do it. Yeah. So uh, I have to say, you just got your lineup finalized too for this thing. Yeah. To get to stay on the Bushstock topic for a second. Uh, so do you? Uh, this is this is has this been announced yet? No, it hasn't actually. Aha, exclusive on Life in the oh, Dutch Hall. Exclusive. Another exclusive. The first to do it. First. Mine and lies. What? What? An hour and a half ago? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just fresh off the press here. The lineup for Bushstock. And uh, do you want it? What do you want to do? You want to drum roll it through? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I just. I first. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. No. No. Yeah. Sorry, I, I first wanted to say that it's so. There are so many good musicians around here in Norfolk County. It's hard to get everybody here. Like we got a lot of different requests, and you know, I love. Like I said before, Lisa and I love music, but we don't really know nothing about music. And and then you know, you hear all these people saying you got to get these guys, you got to get these guys. And I'm like, holy shit, it comes at you from every angle. 
Right. And it's like, you know, I'm sure there's some good bands out there that we missed. And, and I just want to say I'm sorry right now, but hopefully we can get you on later on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, so our lineup that we have for Saturday, September 3rd, we're going to start off with Maddie Ball. Oh, hey. Maddie Ball, stalwart. And her, fir- and her first cousin, Caitlin, will be uh, in the background doing whatever they want to work out. But Maddie will be running the show on Saturday, starting the show off at 12 o'clock. And then on Sunday, the following day, Caitlin will be running the show oh. with whatever Caitlin wants to tell Maddie to do. Oh, uh, Caitlin nice. Van Dyke. Nice. I know her well. So that's Saturday. <laughs> uh, and then we've got our own Nocturnal Emissions. Hey, oh. Emissions. So describe your band. What do you guys, uh, what, do you, what do you consider yourself? What do you... Dave, you, you take this <laughs> one. Yeah. Take this one. To make love to your ears. That's right. We're the Nocturnal Emissions. Uh, eclectic mix of acoustic rock. That will probably impregnate your ears. <laughs> Simple as that. That's as good as an introduction as you're going to get. I love the name, too. <laughs> um, Benjamin Dakota Rogers will be on in the uh, earlier afternoon around 2 o'clock. So he's a local guy that uh, is from Norfolk County. And uh, Chris Rate will be with him. And uh, Lisa, my, my lovely wife who's here, um, I don't know, kind of reminded us of Mumford & Sons. And do you want to explain uh, what they sound like? I, I guess the best way to explain it is like a Mumford & Sons. So um, they got a great, nice afternoon voice, I think. It would be great to oh, have a cool. couple of beers and listen to them. Cool. And then you want to just rhyme through these or what? I can yeah, just yeah. bring them off. Okay. Here, give me and page we, two. Give me. Yeah. And then you do Sunday. And then we got the DeWin brothers. They're more like a like a white reggae uh, sound. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. White reggae. White reggae. And we have a Birds of Prey show. Our neighbors, uh, the Canadian Raptor Conservancy, just down a row from us. So. I've seen that show before too, and yeah. it's so cool. Yeah. But I'm I, I kind of get I get I get really I think nature stuff is really awesome. When I was a kid, I watched nature stuff on TV, and it was like the most boring shit in the world. I couldn't believe that people would watch it. And now I'm now that I'm older, I'm like this stuff is so cool. Yeah, not to mention now it's in HD and stuff and right. it looks great. But not, what what better HD than seeing it live real when life. you have yeah, real like life HD. bald eagles and and falcons and stuff flying around? It's a great show. How many bald eagles have you seen uh, flying around here since you've been here? Stan? I can't believe it. They're everywhere. There's a lot of young yeah. bald eagles that are ev- that are just everywhere. I can't even count them. And I always thought they were James's, but they're not. They're the wild. They're the, they're, they're wild bald eagles. There's a few nests right around here, so it's great. It's unbelievable. It's beautiful when you do come here see them. See them yeah. For sure. So he'll bring some uh, eagles and some uh, falcons and I think some owls and, and put on a little show there for about 45 minutes. And then we've got the crown, the lion. Right after that, oh, Bozy. Right. Kicking off the Tell evening. Tell us about right. your band, Whiskey West. Yeah, yeah. We're I don't know. We're uh, we're a Norfolk County band, rock and roll, and we're gonna we're gonna fire the night up, have some fun, get the bum shaking and the bodies moving it's gonna be fun we're uh we're ready to rock and roll so and uh, the bassist is available ladies yeah uh, if you it guys is. come watch our show and see the bass player making sweet love oh yeah <laughs> Sexy be around bass. all night <laughs> yeah. no crown the line's pumped we're we're so excited to be a part of bush talk it's gonna be great That's awesome thanks if for coming if anybody could please please uh, do something dirty with the bass player of that band. It would really help the rest of us married people out. You want to after our game. We'll not talk about it on air, I promise. And then we have uh, local uh, Port Dover native Felicia McMinn. She'll be here right. performing at around uh, supper time, 6.30ish. So, um, Making then, her second Bushstock appearance, that's right? That's right, yeah. Yeah, she was great last time she was here. Mm-hmm. Really rocked it out. Yeah, 
such a nice person. And then we got uh, the Carpet Frogs. They're they actually Ew. 2011, our first bush dock yeah. for our friends and family. They they were there that night. They were the headliners that night, and they are an amazing band. And uh, if you never heard of the Carpet Frogs, you probably heard of Burton Cummings. So you take away Burton Cummings, and now you got the Carpet Frogs. So they uh, tour around when, when he's not with Burton. Yeah, real and, pros. Uh, yeah, and he's he's a real professional, and he's a great guy. And I met him in Afghanistan actually. Oh, did you? Yeah, and they brought him down to uh, visit the troops, and I was on a plane with them, and we rocked out on. Uh, on uh, Harper's plane, heading down uh, Kenar Airfield, and they set up the the band right in the right on the plane. There's only about 40 of us in a, I don't know, 200 seat plane, and uh, there's lots of room to set up the microphones and some speakers, and we rocked out. So that was neat. And uh, after the Carpet Frogs, we're going to uh, maybe do some fireworks. Not maybe we will be doing some fireworks. And then after the fireworks, we're going to finish with a unique band called Cattle, yeah, yeah. and they've been here before too. Woo! Yeah, yeah. So, who wants to explain how cattle? Uh, oh, I can. Uh, Paul, yeah. Paul, you do it. You're 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 the big well, cattle. It's like a rockabilly two-piece band. Uh, a dirty old electric guitar. Dirty old electric guitar and some drum. A beautiful lady pounding some drums. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's wild. Yeah, it's yeah. wild. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hold on. Dance rock. Paul had to play the egg shaker with her last time, and she almost killed him. Eh? Well, trying to keep up to the tambourine. Oh, it was a tambourine, was it? Yeah. Every time she hit her snare drum, I had to hit the tambourine. And I have one song. She's been doing it for an hour. I try to do the last song of the night. Ooh. I love watching her play, too, because she sometimes plays on, like, a, those stand-up snares or whatever, right? Yeah. And then she just, the way she moves her hips when she plays and yeah. stuff like that, it's like, it's it's a real performance. It's, yeah, they don't just sound good. Like, it's a real performance. Yeah. To see it is really something. Yeah. All right. Yeah, great people. Their second time back, they're, they're going to put on a good show. So that's their Saturday lineup, which is a really good lineup. Yeah, and awesome. uh, and uh, so, but you don't want to just get a one day pass. You want to get two day pass, right, Ryan? Absolutely, Ryan? forty dollars for a weekend pass. Well, you can't beat that. So you might as well go on Sunday. Well, we already know who's starting on Sunday. Caitlin Van Dyke will be uh, accompanied by Maddie Ball and to start at twelve to twelve thirty. Then the over under band will be twelve forty five to one forty five. This is. Uh, Jay Kipps and company, who were on our Live from Orangeville show, if anyone had listened to that show, some of the members of that band or that were there are in the over-under band. So they will be be, uh, at 1245 to 145. Then we'll have Aaron Allen at 2 to 3. Aaron has been a guest on Live from the Dutch Hall as well. He was part of the Pop and Chip Party episode. And Aaron is uh, Aaron Allen and the... Charters. Small city. Small city saints. Small city saints. They'll be coming in from two to three, and they're kind of like uh, what do you say, country-ish, um, but more like um, or like even it's mellow, right? Though is it? Yeah, that's. Uh, I feel like it's like an afternoon. Uh, band, Chill band. Folky, yeah. Folky. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 hard to explain, but they're 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 great. And Aaron Allen's one of the best guys I've ever met. So it's good to support him. At three thirty. We will have Dwayne Rudder coming in. Yeah, yeah, very exciting. Because he's a local guy too, is he? Yes, he is. So he's uh, kind of a country twist to it, I guess. And I'm very excited to have Dwayne. I talked to him the other day. He's such a nice guy, and, and he's excited to come here as well. So Cool. And then at 5.15 to 6.45, we will ha- have uh, Fraser Melvin. Do you know Fraser? He, uh, he, uh, for, he, they were at uh, our Norfolk and Blues in 2014 uh, festival. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. And they he's were that great. young kid that if you, if you didn't see the face, but you heard him, it, it, blues, he's a blues guy, and it, he sounded he sound like an old 
black guy singing right from the heart. And then you look at him, he's a young white man that's 150 pounds. <laughs> oh, <laughs> he's weird. got that voice. Right? <laughs> well, he's got that voice, yeah. It's yeah, great. yeah. It's awesome. And then uh, we'll start the evening program off from 7 to 9 with the Diesel Dogs. Oh, good Another local band. band. Yep. They're local too? Yep. Yeah, just oh. Dover. Oh, really? Yeah. Diesel Dogs, how would you and how would you describe um, how would we describe uh, Diesel God? They're they're more of a funk, funk, yeah, Maybe funk, uh, I don't know, energetic. They get you up dancing. Um, they can play for hours too. They're one of those bands that you can just listen to for hours. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then the headliner for Sunday night is the Practically Hip from nine fifteen to eleven fifteen. They'll be two hours to close out Sunday night. Well, my my dream was always to have the the, the, the tragically the hip here <laughs> one day, but obviously that's not going to happen. And uh, so a little tribute for uh, Gord Downey. Well, well, it should be great. It's the next best Makes thing sense. to, if you didn't get tickets to the real thing, you can, you can come out to the, one of the most beautiful places in the, in the world, really, and see uh, one of the great cover acts that, to, to, that cover them. And they're playing for a full two. And then after that, even, you're having a DJ come out. Well, we will have a playlist, so uh, we're not going to have a DJ. Oh, okay. Sorry. Uh, so you start making some tunes up that you want to listen to afterwards and give us a playlist, anybody. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, we'll take requests. <laughs> yeah, and uh, we'll have a nice dance party. Yeah. And yeah, could turn into a dance party. Yeah. After That's the good. concert on Saturday night, there'll be acoustic around fire, right, too? Absolutely. Whatever you guys want to pull out and play, you can do it. As long as it's not your penis. <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, you're you're extending the forty dollar deal? Yes. As yeah, well, too. Yeah. yeah. We, so we try to drive ticket sales early so we can plan because it's tough when you don't know numbers. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I know a lot of people in Norfolk County are the kind of same way of thinking as I am. And you're just kind of the last minute kind of person. If it's a nice day and you feel like going, you're gonna go. So it's always tough to plan that way. So we want to keep it simple. It'll be fifty dollars at the door. And then it's, we're going to continue our $40 for the weekend pass right up until the day of. And I got to tell you, if you have any intention at all of coming to the festival, uh, if you could buy a ticket in advance, it would really help for the planning stages and make sure that all the right stuff is uh, is there to take make sure everybody has the best time possible. So if you haven't yet done it, go to, uh, can you tell them how to do it? Yeah, bushdoc.ca. You can order tickets through there. Or you can do it through Facebook as well, Bushdoc Facebook. Follow us on Bushdoc. Oh, good, good. So is anything else? Uh, oh, I wanted to talk about Sticks and Picks with you. Yes, and portion of the proceeds of uh, all proceeds will be going towards uh, Sticks and Picks, which is a not-for-profit charitable organization giving back to our kids in our own community. So the stick side is a hockey side. We want to get more kids playing hockey in our community. And the pick side is a musical side, and we want to get more kids uh, with instruments, get more instruments in their hands at the uh, grassroots level. So, you know, putting... Um, uh, instruments in, in the schools and putting programs in place and having a guy like Chris Rate maybe going around to more schools. He's already hitting a couple schools and, and doing some, uh, uh, during recess, the kids have an option to go out for recess or they can stay inside and learn an instrument. So we want to be able to spread that out around through all the schools within our community. Yeah, my kids have been able to do that. They learned ukulele and stuff like that, and uh, it's, it was great for them, you know? Yeah. It's great for us. So when they, they come home, they want to practice around a campfire, they can pull it out and just start jamming away and get yeah, free music. Yeah. Actually, I have a weird fact, but it wasn't on weird facts. And uh, it was that kids that have to practice instruments are uh, more attentive and they have a better attention span and they uh, are more well-adjusted. Makes sense. That's what I said, something like that. I, I'm paraphrasing, but... Tickling another part of your brain, eh? Yeah, yeah. Just that I think that's what it is, eh? It must be something to do with that because it, it is a different part of your brain that that works on. And kids that are 
you know, fired up that way or more leaning that way to that part of their brain, they're probably not going to be as apt to respond to the other other stuff that's yep. more boring. They'll more respond to that. So it's good to have that because that's the first thing that gets cut when they cut school budgets and yeah. stuff is always the arts programs and music programs and stuff like that. And we want to keep that alive here at the grassroots level and promote it. And hockey's no different. You know, you're learning a team sport, both you know as well as anybody. You know, you work for a company, like you're, you're running a farm. you got about, what, 50 people underneath you probably, and everyone has different roles, but they all have a role, and they want them to do their role at the best that they possibly can do it. Yeah. And, you know, learning a team sport, and playing a team sport is no different. First line, second line, power play, penalty kill. You want to do your job really well, and you want to love your job. Yeah, so, you want to have the opportunity to learn, yeah, right? Absolutely. So that, that's the thing. Yeah. Give the kids at least a chance to learn. Yeah. So um, they might be interested. That's in right. It's, it's great what you're doing. So get more kids involved in music and, and sports. And, yeah. you know, our focus Whatever is on, yeah. yeah, our focus is on like hockey and, and, and music. But it's not to say we're not going to help out a, a youth in our community that, you know, has medical bills coming out of their yin yang or, you know, whatever it is. There's a make a wish foundation, uh, a component to sticks and picks as well that not a lot of people know about. So anybody uh, has anything like that, just, you know, go to sticks and picks dot uh, CA and, and there's a way to message us there as well. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Well, it's good that you're doing that sort of stuff, eh? It's nice that you're giving back. And, 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 and what was the motivation behind that? Because you are taking a risk even just, you know, having a, a, a something of this size at your, at your place and then to be, to be charitable at the same time is, you know, I mean, it's like a... It's just, it's motiv- like, I don't know, motivation is just pure... Uh, you know, when I, I was a kid, I was I was lucky enough to have an opportunity to to play hockey, play the game, and and, and learn a, a team sport and and develop the passion for it, and, and it did well for me. So it'd be nice if every I don't ever want to hear like I, I I can't do it because I can't afford it or I don't have the time. It's just that's not a, a good enough excuse. So we we want to eliminate those yeah. financial barriers, yeah, yeah, and and then just give no excuses. You want to learn something, just you can do it. You can find a way to do it. Just you know, call sticks and picks, and we can help you out one way or another. That's great. Well, guys, you want to uh, you want to um, do you want to ask anything for Ryan? We usually do. You know what I want to do one time? I want to ask you just a couple okay. hockey questions because people that are that are listening for hockey because uh, I'll give them some of that because if they see on there, a lot of people say I like when you t- tell Ryan to tell a hockey story, right? So I'm gonna say if you go back to the guys, and we probably have already covered this on the show, so I'm, it's kind of a hack question. But if you had to give the top five guys that you have the toughest guys that you ever had to play against. And I'm not just talking about fighters. I'm talking about like the ones that are pains in the ass that you hate, hated getting on the ice with them. Like they just got under your skin, like nobody else. They were just tough people to play, play against. Who would you say? Even just go with like a couple. Yeah. Um, uh, geez, you know, Wade Belak was, was, was tough. He was one of those guys when I was ever on the ice, I, I didn't want to be on the ice with him at the end of my shift when he was coming on because there's a good chance that we're going to be going at it. And uh, he was just tough in the corners too, you know, tough on his stick. And just he's a big guy, 6'4", 240. Yeah. And that's who did hard. that picture behind Actually, yeah. That should be the picture right there. Thank yeah, you. That should be that. There's yeah. a picture hanging up behind Ryan of him with uh, Chicago Blackhawks jersey on, and you can barely he's, tell it is because of the yeah. blood that's all over him in his jersey. Hamburger. Yeah. Uh, Matthew Barnaby was uh, – Really? He, I never – you know, I always tried to fight that guy, but he would never fight me probably. Wouldn't be a good trade-off, but anyways, he was uh, a little pain in my ass, and he's, uh, you know, he'd hit me in the boards, and then, 
and then he would look at me like he wanted to fight and and he almost looked like he didn't drop his gloves and then one time in the minors i did drop my gloves and and i grabbed them and i took four minutes and he turtled right and <laughs> crawford was my coach at that time he he just ridiculed me because you got it. you fell yeah, for it yeah, better pass yeah, yeah. yeah. so I, I was a learning lesson there yeah yeah. and uh, there's a lot of guys did you ever you play know? with barnaby no never played with him did you uh you, you and Belak ended up getting to know each other though after didn't you no nah, just through you know some charity events that we, we met each other at but nothing real major no no you never got to be friends after no. was there anybody that you had a rivalry with that ended up afterwards you ended up being friendly with no, I never, well, Dennis Bonvi was a guy that I've been fighting since I was 17 years old. I was, you know, junior <laughs> eight, and every time we looked at each other, we were fighting. He was one of those guys that were during warm-up, he would skate over the red line, and it's just disrespectful skating over the other team's yeah, red yeah. line. So, you know, when he did that, I was watching, and I just took my leg, and I clipped him. And then we almost went out center ice, and then uh, in the warm up, in the warm-up. Warm up. That's like <laughs> and then we shot. did go during the game. I'll never forget it, because Don Cherry was at the game, and uh, it was on TSN, and I was so nervous, because it was going to be on TV, and... And uh, we went out pretty good, and I ended up breaking my hand <laughs> on his head. And he, <laughs> he never went down either. He was he was tough. And then I fought him at the American Hockey League level too. So the junior American Hockey League, I fought him in the NHL. I fought him in exhibition. He came to Pittsburgh my f- second year in Pittsburgh, so it would be Crosby's rookie year. Um, he was at training camp, so I'm like, motherfucker! Now this guy's in my fucking training camp. I got to compete against him. He's my he's a right winger, tough, yeah. before, <laughs> my tough guy. So here I am fighting him in exhibition too. Yeah. <laughs> but he ended up being a nice guy. Yeah, oh yeah, he's a great guy off the ice. Yeah, he just, he didn't like playing against him. He was my menace. Yeah. <laughs> but you end up liking him off the ice. Yeah, yeah that's that's something that I can never get my head around. Eh, is how you guys can have that respect for one another. But I mean, I, I it's competition. Like nothing. Like same. Well, yeah, again, it's just a job. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. it's, it is a job at the professional level when you're yeah. getting paid. It's a fucking job. And if you're not playing, you're not going to, if you're not working hard or, or doing things right, you're going to get fired. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, you didn't want to do that. So, you know, and the beautiful thing about having a team is, you know, even your my competition coming up, say, from the American Hockey League, Darren Downey and, and Sean Thornton and those guys, right. like, I competed against them in Chicago. And, you know, they're great guys. We got along. But, you know, when you're on the ice, it was always different. Even in practice, we almost got into it a couple of times because we, you just play really high intense and uh, you don't want anybody taking your job. Yeah, and you want to look like you're the best at what you do, right? That's right. And practice shows a lot too, right? Yeah. 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 It's like uh, even with uh, even with stand-up, it's like you, if you hear someone have a good set and, and someone like really kills it, like you're like, oh, I have to work harder, you know? Yeah. Like it makes you like, I, I don't want to be... You know, I don't want to be on the bill with this guy if right. I'm gonna if he's gonna be that much better than me. You know, right. like, he really brings his A game. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's always good when you're with people that are better than you, though, because it raises your absolutely it raises your game somewhat. That's that's what I was. If, if you don't mind me asking, um, yeah, not at I'm all. Always interested in this. Who's the most skilled? Or it doesn't. You don't have to pick one, but a couple, yeah. or whatever. You know what? You played with Bushy. I don't uh, know. New York Rangers. Alexei Kovalov was Kovalov, probably the most yeah. skilled guy I have ever seen. Um, geez, and you know, Stevie Thomas was a really skilled Stevie guy, Thomas, too. Really? He, and he just he wasn't flashy, but man, he was skilled because yeah, he's you great really wrist shot. Yeah. yeah, when yeah. you play Sweet. with guys, you really notice it, right? Oh, big time, yeah, because yeah. you practice with yeah. them. And you, you said the same, Michael Nylander, too. Really? I used to work oh, yeah. with him on the ice after practice all the time. He was usually one of the last guys off the ice, one of them, probably the most skilled. Well, I was the most skilled guy on our team, like raw talent, a uh, little, little timid in the corners, but, but he was he was he had talent. And he would, you know, after the practice was done, he would do sprints. And I'm like, what are you doing? This makes you faster, Bushy. You can do it with me if you want. <laughs> and I did it with him. And yeah. I swear to God, it helped. It was great yeah. training with him. Those guys probably yeah. push it too. Kovalev too. Wasn't he a workout horse? He was, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah he was. Cool. 
Yeah. No, that's that interests me because you always find that you the, the guys like that really push you to. And you know who else really really impressed me looking back it was uh, a rookie, Sidney Crosby. I got to play with him. Like I, I, you know, you know, guys are good. Yeah. But you know, this guy was absolutely amazing. Coming in, eighteen I, years old, dominating in the league. And I'll never forget in practice, like, you know, you're running drills, and then all of a sudden the drill's done, and the coach will yell, three hard laps around the nets, you know? And my thing in my head was, I don't let anybody ever pass me. So if somebody passed me, I'm going to catch them, and, and I'm going to not let them pass me, right? Because yeah. it just doesn't look good. And uh, this fucking kid passed me. And I'm like, <laughs> so I'm trying to catch him, but I just couldn't fucking catch him. <laughs> it's brutal. Tree trunks with eggs. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's gotta be disheartening, eh? You know, yeah, it's like an eighteen-year-old kid just 18, kicking my ass. Like Thirty-two at the time, yeah. the end of my career. I'm like, motherfucker, <laughs> yeah. the writing's on the wall. Here it yeah. comes. Yeah. Who's uh, who's the other guy you played with? He was. I can't wish I could remember his name. I can't remember. You were training one time with like Lemieux, and uh, he used to play for Boston. He played for he played for the Penguins with you. He's Recky. an older guy, Recky. Oh, Mark, Mark, Mark Recky, yeah. Yeah, and you, great were, guy. you were saying how impressed you were with him too. He, you said like he was as good as Lemieux. Like he he was, uh, well, he was better than Lemieux as far as personality and character is concerned. For sure. <laughs> no, I meant like, yeah. the, like I, I mean, don't get me wrong. He, yeah, he, yeah. he was our captain of our team that year because he came out of retirement because Crosby came in. Right, right. And it just changed the whole dynamics of our dressing room. Uh, you know, rookies were afraid to talk basically because the owner of the team was in there. Yeah. But uh, Mark Recchi was like an unbelievable guy, a player, but more importantly, he was an unbelievable guy. He, yeah. he took Lisa and I on and, and just, you know, took us out for dinner and, and introduced us to town and kind of showed us around. He's very, very helpful. Oh, yeah. Very supportive. And he was a heck of a to player. To all the rookies, too. Like, nice. Really? That's, a, that's nice to hear a guy that's in that cool, age yeah. of, stage of his career that's doing that sort of stuff. Right? It's nice yeah. to have that. Anyways, uh, I think we got to get to weird facts, guys. Mm. You want to play? You want to do some weird facts with us, Ryan? Sure. Weird facts. Did you know there was once a bank robber who was arrested after uh, posing with his money stole on Instagram? Of course there was. Right? Because if you steal money, it's like the whole if a tree falls in the forest and no one's there to hear. It's like if you if you steal money and you don't post it on social media, did you really steal the money? You know what I mean? Idiots. <laughs> Idiots. In Judaism, the greatest form of charity is finding employment for one of the poor. So not giving them money, but finding them a job, eh? Teach a man to fish. Yes. That's okay. right. I agree with Judaism on that one. Me too. I might have to Not change. everything. I might have to change from atheist, I guess. Or what was I, Muslim or atheist? atheist? I was atheist, yeah. During World War II, Nazi soldiers, Steve, were fed massive quantities of methamphetamine for increased alertness and endurance. And they still couldn't win. Over two. Over two. Sucks. <laughs> Gossiping helps lower stress. Sure. Oh, does it? Yeah. Hey, when Charters was young, he tasted his own cum. <laughs> I do feel better. You feel better? Yeah, I do feel better. I do Woo. feel better. <laughs> Study, studies have found that a parent is only as happy as their least happy child. Uh. My parents are here. They're only as happy as me then. Right? I suppose. 
It is easier to remember things with your eyes closed, Paulcha. Is that why yours are always half shut? <laughs> you just try to remember just things? Just try to remember. I wonder you're doing halfway through there. <laughs> a group of flies. You know what a group of flies is called, Ryan? A group of flies? I have no Lots idea. of flies. They're called a business. Oh, oh, none of your business. It's a business of flies. Fly facts. Wasps can remember people's faces. Um, fuck that wasp. Yeah. Charters. I fucking hate wasps. Is that why you grew a mustache? <laughs> That's right. Incognito. Fool the, the wasps. Bees. Yes. Scientists have figured out a way to unboil an egg. I call bullshit on that. <laughs> you don't think that's real? That is no. a great fact. Can't unboil it? I don't think so. So it's set on weird facts. You know rats like to engage in tickle fights with one one another? Who does fucking facts? It's on the it's on the Stephen Harper internet. Stephen Harper. Tickle fights. Just like Steve and Dave when they leave. A nice tickle fight in the way of the minivan. That's the name of the secret band. Uh, <laughs> it's Tickle Fights. <laughs> hey, t- it says here two-thirds of college students have been in a, in a friends with benefits type relationship. Two-thirds. They one- shop those numbers. Yeah, I think one-third of kids are really ugly. <laughs> it's disease. <laughs> Anyways... That's it for Weird Facts. I think we nailed Weird Facts this oh, week. Oh, you know it. Yeah. We got some Charters facts, even. Yeah, well, you learned a little hates bit about Charters. Hates wasps. Tasted his cum. <laughs> <laughs> two, two facts. You forgot that other one, Mike. It was a snowball. <laughs> just release him with that. So the only thing we got to do now is just let you know, thank you, everybody, for listening. It's been a great episode, as, uh, as always. Ryan. And Lisa, yeah. thank you very much for having us down at Lakeside Vista to host the podcast Woo! tonight. That's here for Ryan Lisa. Thanks for coming down, guys. Yeah. Thanks for coming down. And if you'd yes. like to give us some feedback, there's a lot of ways you can do it. You can go on to our Facebook page, Live from the Dutch Hall on Facebook, or there's Twitter and Instagram. We are Dutch Hall on those things, and even Snapchat and all LinkedIn. Even all. Snapchat? Yes. Even Snapchat. You can make yourself into a little puppy dog and send me a picture. What about Instagram stories now, even? Oh, I haven't even done that well, one. You could do it. Oh, I, I have to be possible. on And Kiwi. <laughs> I'd also like to... Th- <laughs> Kiwi hasn't worked out. And uh, what else? I'd like to... Th- or uh, you can... Uh, Go on iTunes, give us five stars and give us some uh, comments. And uh, other than that, you want to get your tickets for Bushstock. They're still 40 bucks. If you want to get them at Dave's Variety, uh, where else can you get them? The Lighthouse Festival Theater in Dover and the uh, uh, Norfolk Office Supply in Simcoe. They all have Bushstock tickets. And uh, so you can get those still for 40 bucks for a weekend pass. There's also still camping sites available. So uh, you want to get them soon because they're going to get filled up. Five uh, RV spots left. Five RV spots left? Oh, man. Get moving, guys. If you haven't booked it yet, you need to get an RV spot. And uh, otherwise, you'll be sleeping in a tent with me. (laughs) And then, uh, so anyways, until next week, I guess we can see you, NT. See you next Thursday.
right, everybody. Thanks for coming. All right.